Launched in 2019, Sorted in Schools is a free financial education program with a vision to equip all New Zealanders for their financial future. Available for students in year 9 to 13, it is fully aligned with both the New Zealand curriculum and Maori medium education. Now, it can be taught by teachers as part of a day-to-day classes in diverse subjects, educating students about money management, saving, debt, goal-setting, Kiwi Saver, insurance, investing, and retirement. An independent evaluation of Sorted in Schools released this week backs up the students' and the teachers' experiences. The New Zealand Council for Education Research determined that in the wake of COVID-19, the need for a program such as Sorted in Schools, which builds on the circumstances, strengthens needs and aspirations of every student, including Māori and Pacific, is greater than ever. This morning, we are joined back by our old friend, Peter Coates, Assistant Retirement Commissioner with the Commission for Financial Capability on Pacific Breakfast. For more, talofalawa and welcome to the pre brother. Malolawa, thanks for having me. Let's get into it, man. Tell us a little bit about Sorted in Schools and how did that come about? Yeah, well, yeah, you've uh, you've pretty much um, uh, explained uh, most of it and where it's at. Really exciting for me because the last time um, I was uh, responsible for this area was 2016 when one of the pilot program pilot clusters was nine South Auckland schools that were predominantly Pacific students. That um, uh, then um, the evaluation of that led to government to fund a national scale up of it. So the launch last year was the um, uh, the culmination of all that work. So uh, and you know, and now two thirds of uh, secondary schools um, using it. Um, if uh, if you're not sure whether your school is, uh, I'd encourage parents to uh, ask their ask their uh, school whether they are using it because um, this is not just about uh, our kids' academic achievement. This is a life school, you know, uh, understanding how money works and how to make it work for them long term. Mm. I mean, we, we, we do see, and, and we spoke with you earlier with regards to um, uh, sort your money week. Um, it's one of the challenges that we're facing as a Pacific and Maori community. Mm. Um, it's not just about you know trying to make money, but then it's the the knowledge of how to use the money that we challenge with the most. Now, with, with, with this initiative targeting our young um, Tamarikis, were there any particular data or um, that sort of supported the assembling of this initiative? Well, look for for Maori and Pacific uh, students particularly. You know, one of the things that we know from international uh, international surveys uh, early on is that our kids were lagging behind mainstream in terms of their financial understanding and and, uh, and that's a problem for all of us we are uh, you know the fastest um, uh, growing populations youngest populations in this country uh, so this is not only important for our communities but important for the New Zealand economy that we raise the bar for Māori and Pacific uh, communities long term and and that long game uh, is about our young people and getting them on the right path early uh, and you know, this is, um, as I said before, this is not just about academic achievement. This is about normalising, understanding how money works and not capturing it as a subject, a separate subject. It shouldn't be just the domain of those kids who are going into accounting and economics. Uh, everyone should learn about how money works because that's how you achieve your life goals. And just seeing how much, about the role of money in everybody's life, mm. it almost seems like one of those things where you need to add it in terms of a um, uh, universal human rights. If you, if you must have water, if you must have air, mm-hmm. knowing that without money, we literally cannot do absolutely anything in today's life. 
it has to be added in terms of the knowledge of what we do. Well, you're absolutely right. If we're to, if we're to enjoy a uh, uh, an equal standard of living and even equal life expectancy, all of those things start with wealth. And wealth is not just about being rich. Uh, you know, wealth is strongly connected to well-being. Uh, wealthy communities are healthy communities, and 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 this is you know I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you. This is one of those basic human rights. Understanding how money works and how to make it work for you um, should be something everyone has and and for our communities not just important for our kids to understand it but un- important for us to be more open to talking about money at home and 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 money as a as not not for the sake of having more money but as an enabler as an enabler of well-being mm. i think sometimes the topic of money it's not really taboo but it's sort of um, the silent unspoken rule is because of the priorities that we give mm. money and mm. you know pacific family sometimes we know the the challenges the commitments and then when you look at priorities it's one area where the lack of education of money still plagues i mean we are making money and and we're blessed to 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 have whatever we receive it's what you do with what you're getting absolutely um, speaking of our community i mean in terms of that i mean what is the current outlook of pacific when it comes to everything money as we stand in this country look everybody uh post-covid everybody in this country starts from a worse place uh, than they began pre pre COVID, but we know that our communities started and worse worse off. So, COVID has made uh, understanding how money works even more important than ever. As I said before, not just for the welfare of our communities, but for the recovery of our economy. So, no more important time now uh, to be learning about money, being prepared to talk about money. And and you made a good point. One of the problems. One of the challenges with our communities is it has been taboo to talk about money, uh, and we've got to get past that. We know that even from some of our uh, our own survey work that um, Māori and Pacific families do st- struggle to talk about money amongst themselves, particularly intergenerationally. You know, we, uh, that's just something we've got to be able to get past if we're all to get to a better place. Finally, in terms now, we, we've talked about the the reason of why the the whole initiative came about but what's the desired outcome for sorted in schools i mean what what would you like to see 10 years from today we look back and say ah um this is part of the reason why we sort of got into this in the first place what would you like to see in a generation we know that uh two years on from the launch of this uh, program the, the evaluation has showed that it's already starting to impact uh, the behaviour and attitudes of our young people, and and um, you know we we talk about financial capability rather than financial literacy because capability is about what you do with what you know. What you know is important, but the only thing that changes outcomes is what you do. So you know maybe making that commitment to change behaviour, changing behaviours now and for young people, you know unlocking the mysteries of compounding interest means they've got time uh, to make that little and long game work. It's it is about um, the long game, and it's not even just 10 years' time, it's 20, 30 years' time that we need to see this um, turning around. This is the Office of the... Re- we, we, I work for the Office of the Retirement Commissioner. Ultimately, our vision is um, that New Zealanders retire with confidence. When they retire, how they retire is up to them, but retiring with confidence requires... It's not just about what happens at the end, but everything that happens on the way through, and particularly powerful when it starts young. Well, you know, in, in saying that, I mean, you, you're in a position to literally see the most of our community at sort of like the end of their run. 
and how well they're living is based on how well they've saved and got to learn about that money. So, uh, which is why it is really important to have this conversation. Assistant Retirement Commissioner with the Commissioner for Financial Capability, Peter Coates, thank you very much for your time this morning. Model, thank you for having me.